0: Welcome to the Masters of Comic Books podcast, where we're two fanboys with all the power. I'm your player one, Cole L. And I'm your player two, D-Spray. We are going to talk about Hawkeye episode three. Paul, are you ready?
1: I'm so ready. And it's called Echoes. And it picks up right where we left off last week when we got the introduction of A-1,
0: maya lopez yes i'm so i uh, to be honest i totally forgot she was in this series like was it officially announced she was in this or was it just like one of those like weird rumors that we won't get official statements for
1: i don't know if what um the casting if it was under wraps but i felt like i knew echo was in it going going in on it like especially like when i saw the ending of the second episode the premiere i was like oh that's that's echo like it was no doubt in my mind. So
0: well, far, yeah, like
1: it was like announced officially, and people just assumed. And then, yeah, but I didn't, I, I, I didn't follow it too closely to know.
0: Yeah, neither did I. I mean, as, as soon as we saw her, I knew exactly it was Echo. Like, of course, like the speakers and just like her presence. I was like, that's Echo. Yeah, it's but Echo. So basically, I love how it's titled Echoes. So that actually made me very happy. But it's basically what this does is introduces echo like the first like what 10 or 15 minutes or so introduces Mm -hmm. her as a kid and everything and I think that ultimately stole the show or basically stole that episode because I I mean within a short amount of time the writers of the series were managed to like have you feel for echo
1: yeah and let me tell you the actress who plays her I mean, oh, my God. Like, I, I'm i ready for her Disney Plus series because she's getting oh, yeah. her own Disney Plus series, which mm-hmm. it makes sense. Like, if you see someone like her, like the actress just has an absolute wonderful hold on... Well,
0: it's just her presence. You're like, that woman is going to be a star. That woman deserves to uh, shine because, I, I mean, that's what she did within the show, I think. And even just the character, I think, Marvel was able to really characterize her very well to... Um, to really show how she is in the comics as well.
1: Alec Waukwaks, who is absolutely wonderful as Echo. I mean, she really steals the
0: show. Uh, the child actress that plays Maya Lopez in the beginning of the episode does a great job, I think, too. Okay, but two things. One, her
1: dad, when she's like, do you believe in dragons? And he's here like, they're not of this world. I thought of ping Bang Boom. And I saw. I thought of Shang-Chi, obviously.
0: Yeah. I, I thought of Shang-Chi right away as well. well. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we,
1: <laughs> it, it, it's, these Disney Plus shows are starting to feel more and more like part of something bigger. And, and little scenes like this, little nuances like this, just uh, just get me so excited. And then the second thing was when dad was like, oh, uncle's gonna come pick you up. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> we know who's coming. I mean, there's no doubt that if, Kingpin is coming.
0: If this turns into a Ralph Boner, I am running. I am not watching Marvel anymore.
1: <laughs> I really I, listen. I want to say they're not going to do that, but like, I, don't listen, think, I don't think Marvel so is always going to do. I, I think they they understood their misstep with yeah. Ralph Boner.
0: Well, yeah, but the thing is, Echo Kingpin plays a huge role within Echoes introduction in marvel comics within daredevil and everything because in the comics kingpin is the one that murders um maya lopez's father and she uh, or then kingpin tells her that it was actually daredevil Mm -hmm. and so she he basically has her go after daredevil so kingpin is just making another enemy for daredevil of course
1: so that's that was gonna be my next question for you because we get the flashback obviously with ronan killing maya's dad Mm -hmm. in this do we think that was the actual you know clint as ronan or someone hired by kingpin to be dressed as ronan killing her father
0: i like i really like that i like that theory but like with Kim. I really like the theory but with Clint I feel like he knows too much about the track uh the tracksuit mafia and he knows that there's some big hot shot that's running them so I could actually see it still being Clint in a way mm-hmm. but it, I don't know if it if it was I don't know because like if there's any mention of Ronan killing Maya's father like around Clint I wonder if that will trigger something as going like yes I did do it or like no I didn't do it or whatnot you know
1: yeah it's it's interesting I mean we'll see where it goes I I I have to tell you Hawkeye after this episode I'm just the series it's just like a slam dunk for me these first three episodes have been flawless
0: I agree too and I think just Episode three was able to take a lot of the MCU's flaws and really turn them to positives and stuff. Like, they gave us, like, an interesting villain with Echo. I mean, she's not ultimately a villain in the comics and and stuff, but at the moment, Tracksuit Mafia and her and Cause are the bad guys at the moment. And they made them very compelling and interesting. Um, The action sequences in here are really good. And I think the chemistry between Clint and Kate Bishop are just, like, just on point. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. And speaking of action, before we get to the car scene, I just love the action. with Seeing Clint and his bow and arrow action in that abandoned toy store was so good. I mean, that's exactly what I want from this kind of show, is to have some, like, just some kick-ass bow and arrow stuff.
1: <laughs> okay, well, first of all, you said that abandoned toy store. That was KB Toys, son. I don't know what that is. Oh my God! How do you not know what KB Toys is?
0: I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you know? Do you know Toys R Us? Yeah. Okay, so it was kind of like a micro version of of Toys R Us. Toys R Us KB Toys was usually at a mall, so. Do you know what Sun Coast Video is?
0: Do I know what Sun Coast Video is? Yeah. Do you know no, Sun Coast? Okay. It used, to be
1: a video, it used to be a video store in the mall. Okay. So and it was like a chain. And every time you went to the mall, they they, they had a Sun Coast video. Um same with KB Toys. So it was like a little mini Toys R Us, like a Toys R Us Express at every mall. And it was it was pretty big. I found a lot of legends there back in the day. <laughs> probably, well, probably well, a lot. <laughs> well,
0: I just got and five inch
1: <laughs> It was a great place, but anyway, so it was KB Toys. Yes, no, it was absolutely one. <laughs> yeah, it was th- the opening scene with with Maya with you know getting to know her origin story was phenomenal. Her relationship with her dad going to that was my favorite
0: part like so chilling. I mean it established such a sweet relationship they had together like just them in the in her bedroom like doing all the shadow puppets and everything and mm-hmm. um like I love to smile like I'm like I like that guy <laughs> <laughs>
1: um no it was just it, it was beautifully done and I agree with you I think the actress you know really captured you know um what it, what it meant to to grow up with a father like that and to be to be Maya and you know I'm I'm it's a contrast to the actress who played Kate who the young Kate who I thought did not do that good of a job if you remember I just thought when she was walking through the the apartment and the attack of New York I thought it was a little clear that she was just acting on a green stage versus having all those things happen but this True. child actress killed it she did yeah, such she a great, great. job. And yeah, I mean, I'm curious. I, I I do think that maybe question mark on who killed her dad because that's pretty irredeemable. I mean, mm-hmm. they showed a really good man taking care of his daughter. I know yeah. he's made questionable decisions as a criminal, but like, <laughs> but like, you know, to kill to to show us that and then say that Clint was the one who killed him. I mean, that's that's bold. That's yeah. bold of Disney. So let's see where that goes.
0: Yeah, um, and with keep it on the lines with echo she's going to be a very revolutionary character for the mcu 2 because not only is she deaf she also has a prosthetic leg too which i think is going to be a big step for them and i think i mean marvel's really bringing in with their deaf uh characters too because uh makari from eternals
1: yeah and you know what i loved about it is that it's and i was just talking about this on Gray bray malkin podcast with with, with makari it was like it wasn't addressed it was just like this is how she talks. This is how mm-hmm. she communicates. That's it, matter of fact, and that's the way it should be. So hopefully, you know, we're going to see better representation. And I agree. I think Ms. Cox is doing such a great job. I mean, when she was doing that training scene, she looked tough as fuck. Man. Oh yeah,
0: like she could pound on like anyone. Like I wouldn't fuck with her at all. Well, even like when she started choking out Kate Bishop, when she just thinks she was wearing that Ronin suit and stuff like she was just getting flashbacks of her dad being murdered and everything and like she went to choke her out I'm like yeah don't don't mess with her man I mean yeah. Echo is freaking badass and she will destroy you
1: well <laughs> I mean like it's just like I'm like yeah she can kick anyone's ass in this room like I understand oh, yeah. why she's the leader of the tracksuit mafia and I think that just goes light years with representation mm-hmm. you know what I mean because you see someone like Brie Larson, you're like, yep, that's Captain Marvel. You see Chris Evans, you're like, yep, that's Captain America. You see, you know, um, any other actor and you're like, they they look the role in, and she just fits the role so well. So I, I love the casting. I think she's great. Listen, in the past with Echo as a character in the comics, I have said, <laughs> I am not too happy that she has a phoenix, but I think I will eat my words right now because I would love to see this incarnation of Maya Lopez have the phoenix force and I would fucking wet myself so <laughs> there you go so i proudly eat my words when I'm wrong
0: yay <laughs> <laughs> but uh, another part that I really liked in her in the flashback sequence is when her dad when her dad really does pass away and he with his bloody hand touches her face and everything and i think that really resembles exactly what happened in the comic as well and like how every time you see her in the comics she always has like that face that handprint on her face and so i thought that was a really good callback to the comics and everything
1: yeah i agree i agree and i wonder if we're going to see that in a more prominent way especially with her uh this show coming
0: up yeah i i could see that more like Because I feel like with this Hawkeye series, it's got to, like, where she, like, ends up, like, turning back to the good and stuff and realizing um, Kingpin was all behind it. Which, I mean, I could see that, too. So, it's only a matter of time. So, she wants a watch from Avengers Tower, right? She sent them to get the watch. Well, I mean, we don't know if she's the one that sent them, though. Mm. It could have been Kingpin that sent them off, too, because... I mean, she just uh, wanted Kate and Clint because of the Ronin outfit. Yeah, yeah. Now it's personal for her.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But um, in the comics, it, it, it's worth noting that um, the tracksuit mafia isn't as developed, and Maya isn't even in the
0: Fraction run. So, Yeah, it's interesting that, the, yeah, because I remember when it was first mentioned she'd be in, in the Hawkeye series, like, how would she how would they affiliate with her? Because I've never seen the only times I've seen Hawkeye affiliated with Ronin is uh, the only times I would have to say is near the beginning of Bendis's Avengers. When Maya was the first one to wear the Ronan suit. Um, I would, I think it was just when, maybe it wasn't the beginning. It was near maybe secret invasion. There was just a story arc involving, there was like Ronin and everything. And there was just comments about, the Ronin suit and Echo and I think Hawkeye was wearing it at the time and everything so but and this is the first time I've really like seen anything with it so yeah
1: <laughs> yeah no it's it, it's good she's a great character I think she fits really well into the universe I love the dichotomy between her and Clint you know she sees Clint and she's like you rely too much on your hearing aid. And yeah that was really interesting was brilliant. to
0: brilliant. I yeah. agree it, especially when she takes she kicks basically the hearing aid off of Clint. And so he has to basically go the entire episode without being able to hear a damn thing.
1: Oh, and the way it was rendered. Oh my God. I mean, we'll get into it as we go through the scenes. But I just thought when I was when I was watching, I was like, wow, they're really pushing the envelope for storytelling on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, like you really gotta watch so what is happening. Yeah. I just thought it was so good. I was really, really proud of this episode. I loved it. It was so much fun. Um, when Maya is like um, where's Rodin, and Hawkeye is like, "Oh, he's dead." And she's like, "Well, who killed him?" And he's like, "Black widow." Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting, I think, because like spiritually, the, 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 the time we last saw Clint wear
0: it was when Widow
1: came to get him.
0: Yeah, when he was
1: she, she really did kill Rodin.
0: Yeah, like, I was just literally thinking of that moment when uh, Black Widow goes to Clint in, I think, Tokyo, and he's like, don't give me hope and stuff, and, like, she just grabs his hand and everything. Like, that's, like, as soon as he said that, I pictured that scene in my mind.
1: Yeah, she was here like, I'm sorry I couldn't bring you hope sooner.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: he wasn't lying, but, yeah. I mean, Maya's like, okay, yeah, I'm not fucking buying that. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, that's a little too convenient for me. That's yeah. what makes her a really great character.
0: Uh, yeah. So and then this ends up leading off to the a nice, really action scene throughout the uh, the toy store and everything, which then leads to one of the best action sequences in the MCU with oh the car scene. God.
1: Um. To note the 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 Dodge Challenger that they wanted to break into the red one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. That was clint's car in the hawkeye
0: series yeah i saw that i thought that was really cool and uh what's ho- and this car chase scene is literally taken out of issue number three of hawkeye yep 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 yeah so the car chase scene is literally straight out of issue number three by faction and uh aja david aja
1: yeah and it looks like kate is the one driving and- yeah so
0: yeah the roles are reversed um you have uh in the show you have clint driving and then uh or yeah, in the show you have Clint driving and then Kate with it bow and arrow, and then in the comic it's reversed.
1: Yeah, so it's really cool when they end up at the bridge. That's just well, like in the though. show, just like in the show, that's the it, it was just so the, the the trick arrows that we
0: got were absolutely incredible. Oh, um, it was hilarious. You had the putty, the explosive tip, the suction cup or plunger or whatever, and then you had there was a cable. There's acid, a smoke bomb, and then of course who could forget the Pim arrow
1: the Pim arrow was like next level i was just like wow i actually really do love that
0: i, I mean- thought it was really cool too like just to show um how big of an impact hank pym has made in the actual mcu even though we don't see him much but like because like even like other heroes are using his equipment which i thought was interesting and that clint still has it i thought that was pretty cool
1: and, you know, it's like a little homage to like Ant-Man being on his arrows. You yeah, because I, I thought that... Iconic iconic
0: I- well, yeah, I thought the exact same thing because in Civil War, when they did that iconic scene, like a uh, panel, like straight out of the panel, they, in the scene, I think they have the arrow and they had the camera panning back and they mm-hmm. kind of did the same thing where they changed the focus again, but it says Pim on the bow and arrow, which I thought was really cool.
1: Oh, that is really cool. I did notice that. Um, it's just, no, I, I got to be honest with you. Like the, the, the entire car chase scene, it really did feel like it was just
0: like a ride out of a fucking comic book.
1: It's just- like, I couldn't take my eyes hard. off of it. It
0: was great. Yeah. And like how like Kate was, uh uh how Kate was was getting annoyed, how the trick arrows weren't labeled and everything. And um, the way how they were communicating at the same time too, Clint and Kate, even though Clinton can't hear a damn thing, I thought that was great. I thought that really- just this whole episode was great. but i that it's another way to develop their chemistry and which i think this episode did a really good job with
1: yeah and i i love how she was saying something and then he just looked at her and then said the same thing and she was yeah like, oh like, okay the the only time it took me out was on the subway scene concerning the dog i was just like okay yeah point taken. I just felt like the writing there just drove it home too much. But it was I, it was a little
0: off, yeah. I would agree.
1: But I just loved. I mean, but again, it's like you have two charismatic actors who pull it off so well and it's yeah, a beautiful yeah. shot. So it's like it, it this is just nitpicking something. Well, you know what I mean? Like
0: Yeah, well I was agreeing with you, but a, a great another great scene was when Hawkeye was on the phone with his son and he couldn't hear him oh. speaking like dude that scene that really that really gets at your emotions man like that was so sweet of how Kate was helping him and oh man
1: I know it It just it's it was one of those things that like her face it's the way Haley Steinfeld was like writing things and she saw like how he was trying to communicate and you know the message like oh I want you home
0: for Christmas and I'm mm-hmm. just up early because I'm bored and Oh, my God. And it's and it's naked. when he. Yeah. You know? And yeah, when Clint found out it was one of his sons, like, oh, you're forward and like you just started smiling and laughing because of that, yeah. like, like it truly like warmed my heart. And, yeah. and what the show is really doing well is showing that Clint's family is a great addition to his character and a really great addition to the MCU and its history, I feel like.
1: Well, because it was so contentious before. Because mm-hmm. no one wanted it. And that was something Joss Whedon, you know, for Age of Ultron really fought for and like almost died, well died on his mount for, you know, was a was a farm scene in yeah. Age of Ultron. And I agree with you. I, I will say I think the Russo brothers gave us sort of that that feel during during Endgame. You know, that oh, opening yeah. shot where oh, he yeah. turns around and his daughter, I'm forget her name, is it Layla? Lila,
0: when yes. she's just
1: like disappeared you know, and then everyone's like, holy shit, so, you know, wow, man, I just, I mean, I, I I agree, I think the family scene has been great, and I think the way that Haley Steinfeld played that phone call, and, like, writing, although I was, like, her handwriting is perfect, that's some kind of, like, PA off screen, feeding her these papers. Well,
0: it kind of has to be, I mean, (laughs) if I was trying to write messages, messages to you when you couldn't hear, so, uh, couldn't hear the, anything, I mean, you go, like, what the hell is that like Such I have
1: terrible handwriting
0: my handwriting is terrible
1: like no one would be able to decipher a message I would like this poor man wouldn't be able to talk to his child I would literally would traumatize everyone involved if I had to write a note there
0: yeah I would just find my phone and type it <laughs>
1: <laughs> but something we didn't mention last episode they're at Moira Brandon's apartment which is Kate's aunt and she's an actual character from the comics I who mean- is she I'm not too familiar with it. So she's not related to Kate in any way, but she's just this minor character that appeared in the Avengers, and she's an actress. So if you look in the background of her apartment- Yeah, because I Matt noticed poster, the yeah. movie posters and stuff. Yeah, because she's an actress,
0: okay. and that's it.
1: Yeah, that's oh, it, there's cool. there's nothing else to say. She was like a one <laughs> character. She, she appeared like a couple of times in like West Coast Avengers
0: or something like that.
1: But I will yeah.
0: I will say, I do think, Clint's hearing aid being fixed that quickly seemed a little too easy. Am I the only one that would think that? Like they, no, it seemed, I thought that too. Like, they kind of just like, I feel like they kind of just, they're like, hey, can you well, fix
1: this? I, okay. I, I, I wouldn't even take a step further. I think it was a little too inconvenient how it was fixed because they're like, oh, give me a couple minutes, like, and I pay cash. I'm like, this is an Avenger. you like, I get they don't get paid, I get that they get crowdsourced funds and stuff like that, but, like... Go I, to Night Nurse. I, yeah, go to the Night Go. Where is Rosario Dawson? But I, <laughs> I, I, I do think they would have some kind of network, you know, kind of put in. Like, I think if someone came into, like, a, the, the hospital and, like, hey, my hearing aid was smashed. By the way, I'm Hawkeye from the Avengers. Like, he would...
0: But he doesn't have
1: branding, though. Oh, that's right. He doesn't have branding. But people recognize him, though. He got that meal for free.
0: True, true. It's Very true. But... And,
1: and the little girl who was dressed as Natasha recognized him as well.
0: Yeah, was his character in that uh, musical as well? I can't yeah, remember too. Well. He was
1: remember okay. like, the daughter was like, "Oh, look, you even look cool in it." <laughs> yeah, and and then don't forget when he went to go pee in in the urinal with Thanos was right. They the guy comes up next to him. And it's like it's now a good time for a selfie. <laughs> so he's got recognition. He's got recognition. It's all I'm saying. I agree with you that it was too easy but then at the same time why wasn't it easier
0: does that make sense yeah that's true can't you let her in yeah (laughs) it
1: it just yeah it just felt so weird like can't you go to urgent care like I I don't I don't understand why they had to go somewhere that it looked like she had she's doing stuff you know off the grid yeah I know I'm just like this is an Avenger like put (laughs) the girl put this on your Yelp page yeah (laughs) um But the message from Kate that she sends him when they're sitting next to her, waiting for the woman, uh, Kate messages Clint saying, Good thing they call you Hawk Eye and not Hawk Ear.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I did thought that. I thought that was great, which leads to my next point. I think Steinfeld's comedy was on point throughout this whole episode. I mean, anyone who makes fun of Magic Dragons is a win in my book.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Wait, first of all, that's hysterical, Jeff. Um, when we were coming back from LA a couple of weeks ago, our Uber driver was only playing Imagine Dragons, Oof. and Jeff was just like, "Why can why is she playing this?"
0: I don't dislike Imagine Dragons. I don't care for them, but anyways, I thought her <laughs> comedy really like, really like up the level in the action sequences and stuff. It was like the perfect addition too. Like nothing from her feels forced just yet. Not yeah. saying, like, it will happen, but there are times when Marvel does dive into that comedy bit a little a little too much. But right now, <laughs> I feel like it's just been perfect, and I think it's because Steinfeld can really, really deliver it, like, perfectly through the show. And I think I- the dy- dynamic between her and uh, Jeremy Renner is just perfect.
1: Have you heard of her before Hawkeye?
0: She was in the Pitch Perfect movies. She voiced Spider-Gwen in the Spider-Verse. Um, and I know she's done, oh, she was in a movie with Woody Harrelson that did really well, maybe something like Duff or something like that. I know that did really like that did it pretty well with critics and stuff. And, um, and I think a bunch of like little things here and there, but yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the stuff that she's performed so far and plus, I mean, she's a performer too within like, uh, with, I mean, she could sing really well. And so I think I, yeah, I mean, I think she's everything she's done so far has been pretty good
1: i so obviously i've watched into the spider verse i i heard the name Mm -hmm. uh, of who voice you know spider gwen because obviously i'm a huge one stacy fan but i never paid it any significant mind and apparently she's been on that emily dickinson show show and all that stuff i just i've never heard i've never really seen her in action is all i'm trying to say this is the first time i'm actually seeing her you know perform with the exception of Into the Spider-Verse she's phenomenal I agree with you comedy comes so natural to her nothing feels forced same with Renner by the way and Renner has more of an uptight you know it's kind of like an odd couple dynamic they have and he's more like the Oscar like a little bit more uptight but it still just rolls off of him
0: so well and it's good too because I have a I have a tough time with Jeremy Renner because I just I find him really boring but this I feel like this show has managed to actually put Jeremy Renner in a in a like in a position he's not normally used to, yeah. like this sort of like because now they've made Hawkeye sort of like this goofy sort of guy now, mm-hmm. in a sense, and it's really working. I think. Well, I think they're trying to
1: capture capture the magic from the Fraction run, you know, and aha. Uh-huh
0: run as well and it's i i don't know if it's it's, aha or aja i've heard both now because i uh, listened to a podcast recently and they said aja i'm like have i been saying it wrong this whole time that run was such a turning point for the character i think so too yeah i
1: think they're trying to you know replicate that here i
0: i wish they'd pay the creators though but that's just me hot take
1: i mean hot take right there. sorry i i really I'm curious what the future of Clint is going to be in the MCU following this. I like the idea though that we have multiple characters assuming you know the same mantle. We have the Wolverines,
0: mm-hmm. we have
1: the Spider Men, and we have the Hawkeyes. I I'm I'm okay with both characters being Hawkeye. I'm okay with both. My I mean that's how it is in the characters. comics.
0: I mean they both yeah. go by Hawkeye. I mean they mention and, it in the comics all the time. And it's freaking hilarious. And it's not confusing at all,
1: you know. So. Nope. I, I hope we 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 see this going forward. That um, we're going to see other characters come in, and they can have the same mantle as these other ones.
0: Yep, 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 yep. I hope Daredevil makes an appearance. Do you think Daredevil will make an appearance, or at least like a cam or uh, like a after credit sequence or something?
1: Mm, it depends Pardon. on where they're gonna be how they're gonna be positioning you know kate in the mcu going forward well i mean I have it this... makes sense to have yeah. spider-man here and they are new york
0: i mean well, they're specifically
1: so... more like lower manhattan
0: vibes. yeah well and i i have this theory that so you remember at the end of did you watch daredevil you watched all of daredevil correct yeah, i watched all of daredevil okay you you lived right anyway um so like i wanted to say a lip right yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> it took me a second to get that
0: <laughs> i didn't know i was trying to think of an actual thing to say and it didn't it came out weird anyway um i have a theory that daredevil ended up being dusted during thanos's snap and then kingpin didn't and he was able to build his empire while the world was gone again
1: okay but what about foggy and and and
0: karen i don't know about them i was worrying about daredevil at the moment i love i I love that
1: theory though i love that theory that is a wonderful wonderful theory
0: because i think it would be a good way to kind of reintroduce everyone into like the main mcu now without it being probably too explicit like it was in the netflix series and stuff to kind of almost start a new
1: sort of you know well so i think that at this point the rumors are that charlie cox will be in no way home yeah. and in the she-hulk series and obviously you forgot about the
0: movie. she-hulk series yeah
1: i'm looking forward to the she-hulk series did you see that teaser uh that hell yeah poster? i loved it oh yeah. my god and she breaks the fourth wall she, i'm like yeah all right
0: we're I, doing I, it i can't wait for it plus the uh comic series by rainbow rowell i think it's her, it is her yeah. name i can't wait for that too
1: and the idea—I just saw a rumor today. I mean, listen, there's MC rumors everywhere, so like, take everything with a grain of salt. But that uh, She-Hulk is a first step in an A-Force
0: story. That'd be that'd be really good because I feel like they're finally getting a good approach on female characters within like this sort of genre now. Yeah. You know, but the, but
1: then the, the subtweet with that's like, oh yeah, and then they're gonna have Dazzler on the show as well. It's like, listen. <laughs> we can't be talking about mutants right now. I mean, like, I they they have to establish mutants first before you're going to tell me dazzler is going to be on the show. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, like- and that's
0: kind of the difficult thing with trying to introduce X Men into the MCU right now because I feel like Marvel uh, just has like this big old plan that is going to be he- heavily accentuated through Spider Man No Way Home and Doctor Strange and of course Kang is here because as we saw in Loki and everything, and so. <clears throat> I still think it's going to be quite a while until the mutants are introduced, but I think was there a year announced for the Fantastic Four movie?
1: Um, I, I don't think it's been announced when it's coming out, but obviously it was, you know, it's been it's been confirmed we're being a Fantastic Four movie. Fantastic yeah. Four are easy, though. They, yeah, you true. Can, It's still easy. They just go, they're, they're astronauts who get exposed to cosmic radiation and they, so mm-hmm. however you want to do that, yeah. you know. However you want to do that. I know there's rumors that they're going to, uh, you know, it's going to be a 60s movie and then they get transported into the present day. Hmm. I'm okay if it's just a group of young astronauts. They go up and they come down and, you know, they, they, they take it from there. I really am okay with that. The X-Men, I agree with you. It's going to be a little bit more difficult because how do you explain an entire, you know, species Mm-hmm. you know and a and, and, um, mutant genome and it's been what mia since you know for the last <laughs> like 15 years so how yeah. do you do that i don't know but we'll see i i have faith in it um but and you know
0: take this- it, and take it a step at a time too i mean yeah. right now we have hawkeye which um three episodes right three episodes yeah. left oh my and then goodness. we have spider-man in two weeks yeah how? so i already I got my tickets I'm seeing it uh december 17th can't wait
1: i slept literally slept on tickets and they're all sold out but i am going to be on an island when uh <laughs> it comes out that weekend so hopefully i'm hoping the island cinema will will not have a long line and i can go see it there oh, i
0: hope so too we got to talk about it on the podcast
1: oh that's right Shit. Well, don't I'm forget shocked.
0: about don't forget about masters man <laughs> Masters is <laughs> awesome
1: I've been fighting to stay alive these last few days, so I'm
0: sorry. I know. I am very, I really hope you're doing well, and I'm so thankful that you wanted to do this today. I mean, I, I could have done a solo one, the Cole Daniel hour. The <laughs> Cole Daniel hour. Hey, play that jazz Cole music. Daniel. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Future Cole, play that jazz music.
0: I thought you were editing the show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know how to. I don't know how to search <laughs> It's gonna be really, really sad. Oh, look at that. I learned how to do it. But no, I, so this episode I thought was really good. You know, it's it's, it's a middle of the world story, but again, it's it it feels it's really like a important. comic book. Yeah, it feels Which, like a I mean- comic book.
0: That's what's really fun about these series. I feel like like each episode feels like a comic. Like how this one ended with um, basically swordsman. I feel like that's not a spoiler. Like that 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 character is sport. That's that character is swordsman, of course. But like it ends with like swordsman with uh, pointing a sword at Clint after um, Clinton Kate broke into her own home, and so. It, like, the way how it ends, it's literally, like, to be continued after everything, and I th- it's just so cool. I'm, like, I feel like I'm literally watching a comic. It's so cool. Yeah, well,
1: well, even that diner scene where he doesn't have his hearing aid in and they're talking, it looked panel like panel. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, if if you were looking at the Aja, like, story and those beats, it was yeah. just so slice of life, but like, witty and funny. So
0: Plus, she finally, uh, she named the dog Pizza Dog.
1: Yeah, she named the dog Pizza Dog, which is so cute but um yeah again this is if you look at this episode because we've just been talking about it for like the Mm -hmm. last hour not much really happens we get maya's origin story yeah they escape the tracksuit mafia and they get his hearing aid repaired and then swordsman stops him at the end that's it it's a very
0: but it feels like so much
1: happened because it's so good this is what you said it feels like a comic
0: and that's the cool thing like it felt really quick like you're like that's it but you're given some really good content in between all that like like you said echoes origin story some badass action sequences within the toy store and the car sequence and then you get some really good emotional beats with uh clint and on the phone with the sun and then you get some great chemistry moments between kate and clint it's a good it's it was a really good episode i thought
1: so you know we do only have three episodes left and mm-hmm. we know we, we have to have yelena in one of them yelena's yeah, gonna be in one of them yeah um we 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 know we have to get kingpin or or at least uncle whoever uncle is
0: they got to show kingpin at least like as like a reveal at the end at maybe not the last episode because marvel's been doing pretty well with like revealing stuff like near like the middle of the road and stuff but then again they did introduce king uh not kingpin uh king on the last episode of loki so
1: but he got significant a significant plot point, though. I mean, he got, he got a significant soliloquy and, you Well,
0: know. it's not like I'm going to, I'm not meaning like they're going to introduce him yeah. out of nowhere and go like, here's Kingpin now. I was just kind of meaning like if they would reveal it is actually Kingpin in like episode five or something and then build off more of that in the future episodes within the season.
1: But then also Eleanor Bishop, I think there's something up with her i i i think we're gonna get something she's gonna turn out to be someone
0: oh yeah well even in the comics i think i don't know if they're bad or anything i just know they're not good people and the same thing that was with her father too i wonder if her father is actually alive too
1: well i was about to say that i wonder if he's alive as well
0: well because he is her muted i don't oof i don't know know. you'll you'll have to look that up i don't entirely remember but i know he's on crocoa Derek (laughs) bishop (laughs) let's see because
1: he's like a low-level telepath right
0: or something like that i can't remember but i know he he doesn't i mean i know he's been he's basically a bad guy within like the kate bishop comics and stuff yeah
1: i don't see if they if he has any i don't know where i heard that he was a low-level telepath let me continue googling this while you're talking
0: yeah i don't know i i feel it I'm really bad with my history on this because I read th- I this was around the time I read like tons of comics each day during uh, lockdown and everything and Dude, so it's I,
1: absurd to think that anyone can remember every single thing you know what I mean yeah
0: holy cow I read well he was he's was affiliated with the masters of evil west coast so I wonder if that was like during like the west coast avengers stuff um yeah I'm trying to find more of him he is human but I know, like, he is human, not mutant. Thank you, Pano. I was trying to, because I feel like he does have, maybe not mutant abilities, but I know he has. I feel like he does have powers, though. Yeah, I think he does. I, I'm pretty sure he does.
1: Anyways, but um, so they got a lot of ground to cover. I I think something's going to the- happen with the bishop, Pano. Something with the bishop. Yeah, pin. I
0: think so too. I think she's end up going to finding out like how bad like what what if he's uncle
1: yeah what if he's uncle um i also think like eleanor he, he, the thing is like vera is such a wonderful actress like i think she's gonna turn out to be like madame Mask or something which obviously in the comic is uh well, the, the, she, the fraction comic is huge she plays oh well, yeah
0: part yeah she madame Mask plays a huge role within hawkeye and uh hawkeye clinton kate's uh history and stuff i mean i remember reading the uh kelly thompson hawkeye run and Madame mask played a huge huge role in that and everything oh do you know what people at home should check out the kelly thompson interview that we did
1: our kelly thompson interview please go check that out
0: and please go check out all of our other episodes because they are fun and witty and have cold Daniel, hour jazz music and other people on the show (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but uh, so
1: I'm really I I am so happy with the series. Like that's it, like I have nothing else to say. It was a great episode. I'm looking forward to the next.
0: Yep. I guess the only thing I would have to say is pay your creators. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, I, you should always keep, pay your
1: creators. No, you I, should drive that point home.
0: Yeah, I I'll say it. I I did a huge rant about that the other day, and it 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 sucks because I. I appreciate a lot of what creators have done and ever since we and well not ever since we've had these interviews but the interviews we've done with like philip County johnson steve orlando anthony Oliveira, elizabetta domingo and kelly thompson i mean this stuff i mean it's a lot of hard work and it's a lot and you can't and i'm it sucks to see someone else's work on the big screen and only them getting as like consulting producer or just a special thanks in the credits it's It's a bummer. I mean, they deserve some sort of royalties instead of just a thank you.
1: Well, you know, the comic book industry is a really interesting business. And it is, yeah. I used to work in book publishing and you only get your book published if you have an agent negotiating that contract. Mm -hmm. Uh, You get royalties, that's all built in there. Comic books doesn't, you don't have a literary agent involved in, in, in terms of getting those issues and stuff. It just seems like an editor contracts a writer. And that's it that, that's it it's like a freelance writer it's like when you freelance for like huffington post well they don't pay but like freelance <laughs> for like a magazine or something like that it's it's it seems very informal for for all parties involved you know yeah. what i mean like i'm even thinking you know not only just for the creator but also like marvel you're you're entrusting someone you don't really know with your intellectual property, why not have an agent there to negotiate everything? And and again, same with the writer. Like what if you tell the story that takes off on like a Disney Plus show now? Like yeah. you deserve to get all the credit for that because no one can tell me right now that this series is not based off of that Hawkeye run.
0: Well, I episode three was literally issue three.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just the, the creators like Fraction and
0: Aja or Aha. D- deserve to get paid they they really I agree do too and i i wonder if like after this series ends and stuff i wonder if a lot of that is going to change in the future i mean we've seen that with comic creators who are leaving the big two like marvel and dc to do their own creator own stuff probably because of yeah reasons similar to this you know yeah i mean listen it's i it it's something that
1: merits further discussion and i think this is a good example of how the comic book industry has now evolved past days where you knew someone who worked at marvel they gave you a book to write and that's it like i mean Mm -hmm. you know you do have to have some representation make sure that you have negotiations and that you know you're taken care of yeah even with like auctioning and stuff like that i had to negotiate my contract um and i love my boss very much but i'm like hey legally i need to i need to i need to be able to protect myself (laughs) here it's it's nothing personal but um, yeah. So, but anyways, yeah. Pay your creators always, and watch the next episode of Hawkeye.
0: Yeah, on next Wednesday, where, and then the week after that, you'll get to hear our review.
1: Yes, and then the week after that, and the week after that, and then you'll get <laughs> Spider Man too. So I yeah. think we get we get Spider Man and the Hawkeye finale, the same. It'll, it'll probably be the same recording, right?
0: Yeah, we could do like a yeah. separate thing. All right. but well, awesome. there
1: you
0: go yeah all thank right you. guys yeah thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of masters of comic books make sure to rate and review us on apple podcasts and if they allow that on another podcast let me know because i don't know but thank you so much for listening and yeah please rate and review the show it really helps out and supports masters of comic books and everything and if you'd like to follow us please follow us on masters of comic books on instagram or if you'd like to email us as well, you can email us at mastercombooks. at gmail.com. And we also have a Discord where people just talk about the most random stuff or just comics in general within the DC, Marvel, past, present, future, what's going to happen and the current shows that are happening. It's absolutely so, 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 so fun. So if you'd like to be part of that, I can send you the invite and we can just have the best of times. And if you'd like to follow me... <laughs> and if you'd like to follow me i am cold daniel 99 at well yeah at instagram <laughs> that felt really weird to say i was on a roll i was like you Man, were on I'm, a roll i'm gonna go and keep on going and not screw this up i and then i ended up screwing up my own name but anyway if you want to follow me on instagram i am cold daniel 99
1: and i am at power of x-men on instagram i'm you know i'm dabbling with the tweets i, I tweeted something the other day and i got a couple of re, retweets so, you yeah, know, maybe on, on, on the Twitter, you can find me at Power of X-Men as well. <laughs> on the but twitter sphere. On the Twitter sphere. but yeah,
0: <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode and be sure to check next Monday for Masters of Comic Books. Master's Bye-bye. Wow. Wow.